Hey, this is Kiran Agrawal from the Sparkling Entrepreneur Show, and today we have Brian Bartholomew with us. He has got seven years of experience in real estate. He is motivated to help others to achieve their dreams through great customer service and an understanding of what goals can be achieved. Whether you are looking to buy or sell or just need a fresh perspective on your situation, he is the best man you can reach out to. So, hi, Brian. How are you today? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm out of the world. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let's get started. I'll ask you a few questions and you can answer them with honor. Okay. So let's get started. So tell me, uh, how did you catch the entrepreneurial bug? Uh, you know, it, it's it's weird. I mean, I've I've always owned my own businesses, mm-hmm. uh, probably for the last almost thirty years. And you look one too of the young where, for that. What's that? Oh, hey man, this is this is fifty-one years right here. So you know, <laughs> okay. I got. I've got, I've got a little time under my belt. Maybe, maybe not looking. I got, I got a young looking face, you know, but, yes, but, but, but the is. hair is 51. So, um, but, but yeah, I mean, the last business before this, it was at a point where we had it running so well that I wasn't doing anything. Mm-hmm. I was literally going into the office for two or three hours and the rest of my day I was doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And my wife made a comment to me one day and said, look, if you can find a way to make money just by talking to people. Mm-hmm. She goes, you should do that. She goes, because you know how to talk to people. You just, you're comfortable going in any room and just meeting people and just chatting them up. Uh-huh. And I kind of asked around to people and what do you think? What do you think? And there was a guy at our church and our school and he was a realtor. He goes, you should do real estate. Check it out. And mm-hmm. kind of, and he said, look, you've got a business background, which gives you an advantage over most realtors because mm-hmm. they don't know how to run a business. Most of them. And mm-hmm. he goes, and you're really good with customer service, which gives you an advantage over a lot of realtors because most of them are just trying to just close deals, yes. you know, and you, and you really want to help people. And mm-hmm. so I think you make a big difference. And so, yes, I'll try it out. You know, let's see it. And I kind of got into it. And after my first couple of deals, it was like, this is what I want to do. And we end up selling our other businesses. And I was like, I'm just going to go hundred percent real estate now. So, okay. So now you do hundred percent real estate. That is what you're into now. Yeah. Okay. So what are you curious about right now? What am I curious about? Yes. I mean, not much. I mean, really just trying to find out how to get in front of more people. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we're doing a lot of social media and I actually just before this, I was on a, another Zoom call with, with a company that helps us with uh, some outreach and some different things. And, mm-hmm. but just, I mean, I'm always just trying to, you know, I, I think inside of real estate, I'm doing pretty well, you know, in my market. And, mm-hmm. um, but you know, there's always, there's always ways to learn. And just for me, it's more about just, how can I meet more people and get more involved, you know, mm-hmm. with them and, and show them that, you know, I'm competent. I think, I think once I sit down with them, I mean, there's so many people I sit down with that mm-hmm. say, Oh, we're interviewing other realtors. We're talking about it, but, but, you know, not to pat myself on the back, but usually by the time I walk out the door, they've, they've signed up with me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So it's, it's just really being able to get more people to understand what I do and understand it's not the typical real estate pitch of, here's what I can do for you type of thing. It's more, more, you know, I come more from the idea of what can I do for you? Mm-hmm. you know, trying to sell myself the whole time or show them I've done all these things. You know, people don't want to hear that. You yeah. know, it's like you go on the, you, you walk into a doctor's office uh-huh. and they've got 15 diplomas on the wall. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, I really don't care. I'm already in the doctor's office. Yeah. yeah how, how can you help me? It's just like, you know, that's, that's what I want to know. And that's, mm. and that's, that's why I just find out why people want to do things and, and what I can do for them and build a relationship with them. You know, mm-hmm. relationship is the key to success according to you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's number one. Yeah. Okay. So tell me what is the most common myth in the field of real estate? Uh, I, I think that anybody can do it. Mm-hmm. This is the most common. I mean, everyone thinks that they can do it. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, for the last couple of years, it's been a hot market. So everybody jumped in to be a realtor. And uh, unfortunately, there's, there's just so many of them that should not be in. And, and uh, you know, that's why I think the failure rate's like 85 or 90%. Uh-huh. You know, or, or, or I think that's the most common with it. Anybody can do it. Or even like homeowners, like I can just sell my house myself. I don't need you. Okay. Uh-huh. Good luck with that. You know, and, it's just like. <laughs> and what do you think happened with those homeowners who try to do it on their own? Well, I mean, I mean, the statistics are, I think, like seventy-five or eighty percent end up using a realtor eventually, mm-hmm. because they, they realize that even though, yeah, I can I can stick a house out on my lawn right now mm-hmm. and get twenty phone calls. And I've had people sit there, I sit at their table, and say, "Well, my house is going to sell itself." Mm-hmm. And I tell them, you know what, you're right. Your your house probably will sell itself. I said, but it won't market itself. Mm-hmm. It won't cover your liabilities. It won't talk to you about disclosures. It won't be mm-hmm. able to negotiate the best offers. It's not mm-hmm. going to take care of you through the whole process and understand what's happening. It's mm-hmm. you can stick a sign out there, mm-hmm. but then what are you going to do? You know. Yeah. So it's just so most of those people do end up going with a realtor because if I put a sign on my lawn and say my house is worth eight hundred thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. there's probably a chance it's worth 850. Mm-hmm. So you try to explain them, you know, the average for sale by owner takes 10 to 15% less than they would if they had a realtor uh-huh. that they would, that they would have maybe paid, you know, a total of like four to 6% to, uh-huh. you know, so, so, so if I tell you, look, I tell you what, you give me, you know, $4,000, mm-hmm. but I'm going to give you back $30,000. Is mm-hmm. it worth it? Yeah, yeah, it's it worth it to worth you. It. Yeah, it is. You know what I mean? And that's that's really the key to it is, is mm-hmm. yeah, you think you're saving money by not paying someone some compensation for it. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you're losing money. And you're putting yourself at a huge risk and liability for getting sued. So mm-hmm. you know, this is no longer just shaking hands and, and selling a house. You know? <laughs> no, it's but not then, like that anymore. No, not at all. Yes, so let's dive into another question. Tell me what is your biggest failure till now and what did you learn from it? Um, I think, you know, it was, it was kind of the reason why I, I took my tests when I did. I had, I had friends of mine, real good friends of mine who are actually realtors now. It's funny. Yeah. But um, they were thinking about selling their house and I told them, hey, I'm getting my license. I said, okay, we'll wait for you. And so I was getting my license and, and one day, you know, I popped up online and I saw their, their house was for sale. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> they, went, <laughs> they went and listed uh-huh. with somebody else. You know, they didn't wait for me. Uh-huh. And I mean, I mean, literally the next week I was taking my real estate. I was just like, that, that'll never happen again. So I went and took my real estate exam, mm-hmm. walked into my broker's office and just was like, yeah. with, with my exam and just like, <laughs> I passed, let's go. It's, not, it's never going to happen to me again. Uh-huh. So just, I, I think it's just being, prepared and aware of what's around me. It's just, mm-hmm. I never make that mistake again to where I lose the, an opportunity. Mm-hmm. So we you should know, never sure. lose an opportunity. That could be a one lesson. Everybody should learn. 
De- and de- definitely any opportunity. It could be a phone call. It could be a text message. It could be you saw something somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's it's the whole that whole Malcolm Gladwell the the book he wrote Blink, mm-hmm. where it's like split decisions. It's like you've always got to make the right one. You know, it's like mm-hmm. that's so you don't lose those opportunities. Awesome. So tell yeah. me, in your opinion, what is that one personality trait that everybody should have to succeed in real estate? Gosh, trying to think of one, I guess, uh, I, I guess I'm trying to think of one, there's so many things you could do, like, mm-hmm. like characteristics of, but I mean, really just refusal to fail, mm-hmm. you know, refusal to accept failure. I think that's a personality trait. You just don't accept failure no matter what. Mm-hmm. Maybe even, even when something goes wrong for you, you don't see it as a failure You see how you can build upon it for the next thing. Mm-hmm. You're always, always learning. You know, I've, I've lost, I've, you know, I haven't won every listing. I've had buyers that use somebody else. I've, you know, have things that didn't work out. And at the end of the day, I always now look at it like that's an opportunity to go and do something else then. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's just being super positive and refusing to accept failure as failure. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that I, if that's a person, I don't know. I don't know the one word to say it, but that's kind of what it is. Okay. Learn me. and persist, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we have a time capsule on the show. Okay, we put you in that time capsule and take you back to when you were 20 year old. So tell us what would be that one piece of advice you would give to that 20 year old so that it could help you in your entrepreneurial journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, and I, I remember when you were kind of talking about this, you sent over a list of a couple of things when I talked about. I was trying to think of what is the one thing, because I think when I was that age up to even, I even tell my kids now, I have a 13 and an 18 year old and I always tell them no matter what job you do, it doesn't matter if you're pulling weeds, <laughs> you are know, cleaning toilets or my first job was at a Taco Bell. You know, I said, mm. just always do the best job you can because that's not going to be the last job you do, you know, mm-hmm. because that's going to lead to the next thing I think. And so I was thinking maybe that was the one, but, but for me at 20 years old, I was already doing that. Mm-hmm. I was already just, every job I had, I was trying to be the best I could because I just, you know, I was just, I just wanted to deliver service. So I think mm-hmm. for myself at 20, but most people at 20, I tell them to do that. But mm-hmm. for myself at 20, I would probably say meet more people and really become a part of their sphere, a part of their life. Mm-hmm. I think, I think because I, I, you know, you have like your close circle of friends, Yes. but I think it's really all about who, you know, Mm-hmm. in life. And so I think for me, I wish I would have at a younger age branched out more because I worked at a tennis club when I was young. And mm-hmm. there were so many people with that were wealthy that I really could have been a part of their life. And even mm-hmm. though I am a part of their life now still, mm-hmm. but I think I had an opportunity to be even more involved in that. I never know where my life would have been taken mm-hmm. if I would have done more, mm-hmm. I think with more people, I think just take opportunities to meet people and genuinely be a part of their life not just mm-hmm. tag along, you know, generally mm-hmm. see what you can do to be a part of their life and help them out or become friends with more people. I think that's mm-hmm. really at, at, at 20 years old, I wish I would have done more of that. Your network is your network. Yeah, absolutely. You got so many taglines. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my next question is, uh, what is that one life lesson that your life has taught you, which everybody should learn at some point in their life? Gosh, I mean, I, 
Man, I think I think it kind of goes back to the twenty year old thing a little bit, but I, I think it's more just take every opportunity you can. Mm-hmm. You know, every single opportunity you can. Don't you know? It, it's it's like 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 Gary Gary Vanderchuk. Mm-hmm. You know, he he talks about like when he was young and he's like. I wasn't out partying on the weekends. I wasn't yeah. out doing this. I wasn't out with these guys doing these things or anything else. And, and I mean, you know, in college, I partied a little bit and stuff, but I was always working, uh-huh. you know, and because, because I think, yeah, you're going to have time to enjoy and do all those things. But I think take every opportunity you have, mm-hmm. you know, and just, just be just doggedly focused, you know, mm-hmm. all the time. Just and And sometimes it drives my wife crazy. Cause we mm-hmm. go on vacation and I'm, <laughs> I got my computer open in the morning, you know, I've got my phone going. I mean, I'm enjoying vacation, but it's just, I don't miss opportunities because I know those lead to more vacations. Those lead yeah. to more. So, so I, I always, you know, I, I don't believe in the, the phrase, like, here's a good one. And I know this is kind of going long, but here's a good one. It's like work life balance. Mm-hmm. I, I don't believe in that. Mm-hmm. Every, every, everything is just life. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you nice. work work is part of your life. Yes. Vacation is part of your life. Sleeping is part of your life. Eating, enjoying, all those things are part of your life. I don't, I don't look for a balance between them. I just uh-huh. look to just keep going. Uh-huh. You know, I, and I, I don't, I don't feel burnt out by it. I don't feel overwhelmed by it because it's more like it's more like life management, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's what people should do. They should look to manage their lives more than like, oh, I need, I need a couple of days off just to kind of recharge and no, you know you don't you know you know it's like you haven't done anything it's yeah. like go do something first you know but i would say just grab every opportunity you can mm-hmm. and as for as long as you can because eventually you won't be able to you know and then and then you can look back with regrets you don't want to have any regret mm-hmm. yeah. that's nice to hear so now tell me did you always thought uh when you were a child or a young adult did you always thought to become a real estate agent no man, come on. Who wants to who grows up to be a realtor? <laughs> no, 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 no. I no, come on. I wanted I wanted I I played tennis. I wanted to be a professional tennis player. You uh-huh. know, and then and then it, then it was when I realized, you know, I could play college tennis, but I wasn't gonna go past college tennis. You know, I wanted to be an engineer. And then mm-hmm. I don't want to be an engineer, I don't want to sit there and write code all day. And then it was mm-hmm. you know, I, I then I I ran a tennis academy. I want to coach and I want to help people and and kind of Mm-hmm. bring them up you know and then we own some child development businesses why wow, i really love doing this but then i really i think when we bought our house here about 20 years ago our realtor was a super nice lady she was actually a client of mine i taught her kids tennis and mm-hmm. but i kind of saw how she took care of us mm-hmm. that kind of made me start thinking about it you know mm-hmm. but i didn't really get into it like i said until i realized I had a lot of time on my hands and I said, you know, I want to kind of do what she does. So I it definitely wasn't be a realtor when I was 10 years old. I was like, man, I want to do some real estate. <laughs> yeah. it's just like, it just, no. it just, that just wasn't it. It wasn't uh, going to work for me, you know? So, uh, but yeah, but I, I think I, like I said, I started catching the bug, mm-hmm. you know, I think right before I got my license, you know, seven, mm-hmm. eight years ago. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. I got you. So now tell me what is your favorite productivity hack for entrepreneurs? Time blocking. You have a time, time block. Okay. And, and, you've, and you've got to stick to your time block. I just, I mentor, mm-hmm. I mentor about, I mentor what, eight agents right now that are under me that I mentor that I, that mm-hmm. I kind of help them with it. Every single one of them, like put together a time block mm-hmm. and send it over to me and let's look at it. 
Mm-hmm. And, then, and then like if, if I'm on this right now, I'm not I'm not looking at this. Mm-hmm. Sitting over there face down, the ringers off, the vibrations off. So it doesn't it doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. This is my time block with you right now. So I don't yeah. I don't go to that. And I think uh-huh. that's the biggest thing is time block and stick with your time block. Okay. You know, for no reason other than like in real estate, unless I like I'm supposed to make calls from 10 to noon or whatever it was that day or, you know, or whatever that time was, mm-hmm. unless I have like a listing appointment or I'm showing houses or something that's, that is income producing, mm-hmm. stick with the time block, you know, get mm-hmm. off of TikTok, get off of Facebook and Instagram, mm-hmm. stick with your time block. Don't get distracted by, by stupid stuff that only lasts 30 seconds, you know. For sure. So you yeah. should always do deep work. That is the thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, just, yeah, de- default rate to your time block every time. Mm-hmm. So now tell me, if you could start a business tomorrow, what business would that be? Gosh, that's interesting. I don't know. That's, um, God, if I, if I could start, if I could start one tomorrow, I think, I think I would go back into some kind of coaching or some kind of mentorship type mm-hmm. of thing and, and helping people learn from my experiences and see where I could take them. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I mean, but I, I honestly, I love doing real estate mm-hmm. right now and, and, you know, closing a bunch of deals and that type of stuff. That's always great. But it's more just, you know, it's like right before we got on this call, I got, you know, literally like three different fires I need to put out later today, mm-hmm. you know, but, but, but I, but I enjoy problem solving and doing those type of things. So I think mm-hmm. maybe some kind of coaching or mentorship and helping people mm-hmm. figure out. I've actually enjoyed that about, you know, I moved to EXP mm-hmm. Realty last year from Remax. Mm-hmm. And the, one of the opportunities it gave me was to mentor people. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of going back into my coaching realm and kind of putting that uh, kind of vision on. And, and so that's kind of helped me to keep going to help others to mm-hmm. even get better. And even, even if they're in my market, it doesn't matter to me. I mean, there's millions of houses here that you can sell. Mm-hmm. There's no yeah. competition. You know, I'm not worried about competition. I'm really worried about making others better and seeing what I can do for them. So awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So now tell me, uh, where can the listeners find you? The people who are listening to this, where can the people find you? Well, right here, obviously, with you <laughs> at your awesome station. <laughs> okay. But, uh, you know, obviously, Instagram, uh, Twitter, you know, at Agent B Realtor. Mm-hmm. That's Agent B Realtor. Okay. Um, the Bartholomew team for, for Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my website is uh, agentbteam.com. Mm-hmm. They can obviously email me at, you know, Brian at the Bartholomew team or give me a call. You can pop all my information in wherever you oh, want to do sure. it. <laughs> so, but I mean, best place to get me honestly is either uh, by email or get me on Instagram at, at agent B realtor. That's, okay. that's the best place to go. And they'll, and they'll see all the stuff I do and all the, I, I mean, my, my page, I don't have the typical, um, you know, just sold, just listed in escrow, <laughs> like every other age. You know, I got a lot of my a lot of personal stuff mixed in there, things I'm doing every day and mm-hmm. you know, sharing with people and what are they doing? And, you know, I'd, I'd like to mix it up and just kind of be personal with it. that's That's my business. It's not stuffy. You have to do it this way. It's like, mm-hmm. I'll do it any way I want to do it. You know, so it's, that's yeah. kind of how I am. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh, so tell me something that you would want to share with the listeners today, the young entrepreneurs, the emerging ones. I mean, like I said, we, we've been kind of been going through it. I think uh, pick something you want to do and just, just go at it a hundred percent, you know, hundred percent. Just, just don't let anybody tell you, you know, you can't do it or you need to slow down or whatever. I told, 
I told, you know, like I said, I moved over to EXP a mm-hmm. year ago with a certain purpose in mind was my sales and do certain things. And I hit that goal to where I became what's called an icon. Mm-hmm. I got icon status, which is not easy to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and awesome. now I'm doing some recruiting or bringing people on our team. Mm-hmm. And I, I told my wife, like last year, when I moved over to EXP, I said, you're going to see me a lot less. <laughs> I don't, and, and I'm doing it because I don't want to be doing this for the next 20 years. You know, I want to do this for mm-hmm. five more years or 10 more years mm-hmm. and be done, you know, mm-hmm. and, but build, build what I want to build, you know? And so yeah. she understands. So I'm, I'm showing homes almost seven days a week, seven days know, a week, almost every day, almost every day. I have buyers almost every day, or I have listing appointments almost every day. Um, you know, so, and I told her that, and sometimes I'm showing multiple buyers in the same day, you know, but it's just every day and, and my kids get it, you know, but we still can do our things. Like I said, we can still go on a little vacation here, do things there, but, but I'm constantly going at my goal, you know, uh, such a goal. I don't care how big it is, you know, uh, make, make it big and make it big, make it huge. Right. Sure. Don't, don't, don't make it. If, if you make it small and you hit it, you've blown it. Big, you shouldn't, big. you shouldn't be hitting your goal. <laughs> you know, if you say, if you say I want to make twenty million dollars this year, mm-hmm. and you only make three hundred thousand, mm-hmm. keep going. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's like how, if if I want to make a million dollars this year and I only make five hundred thousand, mm-hmm. okay, I didn't hit my goal, but I'm not upset about it. I what do I need to get to that? Mm-hmm. You know, so I think I think for me, if people are watching this and what should I do, pick what you want to do, mm-hmm. and then do it. You know, and don't get distracted by a million other things. I know so many realtors are like, I'm a realtor. I want to get into mortgage. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll try to do a little bit of accounting. Maybe I'll do a little bit of, of uh, cryptocurrency. Maybe I'll do insurance. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? You know, it's like, <laughs> go, man, pick something and go for it. Be great at it. You know, uh, everybody wants a side hustle. Yeah. It's okay. Go grab a side hustle, but as long as your side hustle isn't distracting from your main hustle, mm-hmm. you know, that's really the thing. Like, just go for it. You know, work as hard as possible. That's go it. All in. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Look, see, why <laughs> even ask me? <laughs> sure. So now tell me, uh, is there any question which I should have asked, but I didn't? And what would be your answer to that question? Oh, gosh. No, I, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think. I, th- I think we picked it up. I mean, if you're asking entrepreneurs, you know, did, I mean, it could be a bunch of things. How do you get started? You know, or why, you know, why, why do you, why do you like being at like, like we didn't talk about my background as far as like real estate goes and mm-hmm. in regards to like the company I'm with, why do you, why do you like like EXP over Remax or how do I pick, like if someone's going into real estate, mm-hmm. how do I pick an office to go to? That'd be a good one. You know, mm-hmm. how, do, how do I pick an office to go into or, or how do I pick a business to go into? It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what business I go into. I guess even if you're going into, whether it's real estate or it's accounting or it's or it's uh, web design or whatever, how do how do you pick? You know, how do you pick your next your next boss, your next office? You know, type of mm-hmm. thing. I think for me, it was it was access. What do you have access to by going there? Mm-hmm. You know, when I when I was with Remax, I had access to our office. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, but but when I became like one of the top producers in the office, mm-hmm. there was nobody else in there that I could go to that was really producing more than me. Mm-hmm. And if I wanted to call like another Remax agent somewhere and say, "Hey, how do you do this?" They'd be like, "I ah, talk to your broker." Mm, yes, 
you know, but with like EXP, I went, the reason, main reason why I went is because I have access. I can call like the number one coach in the country right now. His name is Ricky Caruth mm-hmm. and say, what do I need to do to get to the next level? He'll take my call. If I probably would call him right now on this thing, he would probably pick up the call and say, what's up, bro? What's going on? What can I do mm-hmm. for you? Mm-hmm. You know, but I could also call any EXP agent anywhere in the country that's doing 30, 40, a hundred million in sales and mm-hmm. say, hey, do you have time for a, you know, a quick lunch over the phone or a mm-hmm. Zoom call just to kind of tell me how you do things? I like, absolutely. Yeah, let's talk. Mm-hmm. It's just so more collaborative, you know, and I think when someone's going into a business and they're going to be working with others, surround yourself with people that you want to be like. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't remember awesome. the book or the person who said it, but if you want to do, if you want to make a million dollars. Mm-hmm. You don't go and start talking, hanging out with people that are making two hundred thousand dollars. Never. And you don't go, but you don't go hang out with people who are making twenty million dollars because mm-hmm. they're they're they've gone past where yeah you need to find out how to get to where you need to be. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like you know you you are the sum of the five people you most surround yourself with type of yes, thing. Yes, yes. So that's that's really when you are out there for an entrepreneur where you're just starting out with something, find something where you have the most access to what you need to be successful. That's, that's real. That was for me. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, my sales jumped almost 50% in one year. Awesome. I, I, from, from July to July of 2019 to 2020. Mm-hmm. And then from July to July of 20 to 2021, I, my sales almost went up by 50%. Wow. Just when I switched over because I had access to people that can help me do things, help me get things, give me knowledge on things, give me direction. Uh, so I wasn't just throwing things against the wall, a million ideas. Yes, yes. So I think for uh-huh. entrepreneurs, the young entrepreneurs, especially young entrepreneurs, you have so much time ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Start finding places you can go to where you have access mm-hmm. to get you better, to get you to the next level. I think that'd be the key. Awesome. Awesome. Thank yeah. you so much. So yeah. do you have anything else to share? No, man. I mean, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I mean, but if, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, this is, I mean, look, I, I do real estate. I'm with EXP. I'll say it over and over again. I don't, I don't do a lot of recruiting. I just, I introduce people to the system, but if someone is thinking about joining real estate or thinking about moving companies mm-hmm. and you want to find out about EXP, I'd love to talk to you, you know, and, and put you in the right direction. I've done it before. I mean, I have people all the time mm-hmm. that are joining the EXP. I'm mentoring people right now under me. Mm-hmm. that have a different sponsor with EXP, but they're like out of state or different places. And why would you pick that? You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, like, it's like the access thing. It's always who you're working for is so important or who you're working under is so important mm-hmm. who's sponsoring you or helping you. So mm-hmm. if it's something with real estate you need help with, reach out anytime. I'm an open book. I talk to realtors mm-hmm. all the time, you know, and just answer questions for, it doesn't cost anything. Pick up the yes. phone and yeah, reach out to me yeah. and shoot me a DM on Instagram. And if you want to, find out about joining the team. Let me know that too. I mean, I'd, I'd love to help you for sure. Okay. So that was today's episode of the Sparkling Entrepreneur Show. Today we had Brian with us. Thank you so much, Brian, for being with us. And yeah. I'm Kiran Agrar signing off. Take care, guys. Bye.